Hi Church, welcome to another session of Chew on the Word. You know, one thing that was very much in my spirit this entire week is thankfulness. I just want to share this with you that as we now come, I believe, to the tail end of our lockdown, let's be thankful to the Lord. We have been locked down now for almost over three weeks. Come on, let's thank the Lord. You know, in one of Pastor Lee Chiu's session at 10.10 at night, she mentioned that we must be thankful to God because thankfulness is one aspect of prayer. And she did say at the end of the session, name five things to thank God for. And I, and I held Pastor Lee Chiu's hand that night and we thanked the Lord for five things and more. You know what happened to me this period of lockdown? I want to share this with you that very few of you know. Right in the middle of the lockdown period, I remember one night at about 10 p.m., I had a phone call from my brother. And he says, Wing Chi, you better go to Pantai Hospital because mum, my mother, just had a stroke. She had right hemiparesis, the slurring of speech, and, and she just couldn't move, paralyzed. And immediately I got into my car and I drove to Pantai. And for the first five minutes, thoughts of death came to my mind. 98 years old, you know. And I thought, could this be the end? What about a wake service? It's a lockdown, you know. It's the worst period to have any wake services. And then I thought, no, never mind. We don't have any wake services. A family wake service will do. After all, my eldest son, John, is back from London. And I was thinking these kind of thoughts for, for the first five minutes. And suddenly, the Lord rebuked me, you know. The Lord said to me, why are you thinking like that? Pray, pray, pray. Pray for your mother's life. And so immediately my spirit lifted up and I said, no, no, my mother will not die. She will live. She will live. And for the next 20 minutes or thereabouts, I began to worship the Lord. And when we arrived, when I arrived at Pantai Hospital, after a while, Dr. Timothy Sung came. Thank God for him. The neurologist, a member of our church. And the first thing we did was to pray. And to cut a long story short, my mother recovered completely just after 24 hours. She regained back all her strength, there were no more hemiparesis, and today she's been discharged, and she's a fit, healthy, 98 years old. Come on, let's give thanks to God. You know, there are so many things to thank God for. You know, um, one of the things that Pastor Lichu always say about me, he said, darling, you are a very grateful person. And she's right. You know, I thank God for everything. Every little circumstance, I look for things to thank God for, you know. I thank God for the kindness of the church. I thank God for the church. I thank God for my pastors. And, and, and what can we thank God for now? Thank God for Malaysia. Thank God that our number of 
infected cases from COVID-19 is going down. The curve is flattening. Thank God that our recovery rate is over 50%, the highest in the world. Thank God that our fatality rate, the our mortality rate is only 1.6%, well below the average of 5 to 6%. Thank God for our DG. Thank God for the medical frontliners. Don't you think so? They've done so well. Thank God for them. Come on, let's thank God. You know, two of the greatest weapons we have in our armor, in our armamentarium, in our weaponry against the evil one is number one, blessings. When we bless, we push back the forces of darkness. And number two, thanksgiving. Why? Because these two words, blessing and gratefulness and thankfulness is not in the devil's vocabulary. So when we thank God, we push back the forces of darkness over our homes, over our nation. Hallelujah. Let's thank Him. Shall we do that? Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ, His Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ, His Son. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Three aspects of giving thanks. Number one, we give thanks in an expansive way. E-X-P-A-N-S-I-V-E. In everything. In all things, in all circumstances, we also give thanks because it is expensive. E-X-P-E-N-S-I-V-E. -E. Why? Because it is in Christ Jesus. It's not giving thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you, that flippantly. No, we give thanks because of what Jesus Christ has done for you and for me on the cross and by his resurrection power, he has conquered the evil one. It is expensive. You are bought with a price. The price of Jesus' blood. You are not your own. So it is expensive. Give thanks. And we give thanks because it is expected. He says here, Give thanks to the Lord in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. It is expected. So people ask me, Pastor, what is God's will? Huh? Tell me, how do I do God's will? And I say, look at this verse. You want to do God's will? Give thanks. Because this is in accordance with God's will. Because giving thanks pleases God. So let's give thanks to the Lord. Shall we do that? Thank Him for every good thing that comes from Him. Because He's a good God. 
Nowhere is this giving thanks so wonderfully illustrated in this passage of scripture in Luke 17. And I want to share this with you for the next five minutes before I close. Luke 17, and we all know this passage about the healing of the 10 lepers. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was going into a village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on me. And then we know Jesus healed them. And then Jesus said, when only one came back out of 10, he said, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back praising God with a loud voice and fell at Jesus' feet to thank him. And Jesus said this, were not all 10 cleansed? Where are the other nine? And he says, rise, go in faith. Your faith has made you well. They cried to the Lord, Lord, have pity on us. The word pity is a wrong translation. See, the NIV is a dynamic equivalent. The right translation in all the other versions is, Lord, have mercy on us. That is his name. In Exodus 34, we read that Lord called himself as he revealed himself to Moses. The Lord, the Lord, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and mercy, maintaining love and forgiving our sins to a thousand generations. Mercy, Hesed, is His name. So when we cry to Him, He will answer. But more important than this is that there are three words of great, of healing here. And it's very important. You follow me. Jesus said, one of them, when He was healed, came back to thank God. The word heal is the word Iomai. Iotros is physician. He was cured. All the lumps of leprosy fell out of him. The nerves came back again. The anesthesia, the paresthesia. He could feel again. So physically, he was cured. And then Jesus said this, Were not all ten cleansed? It's another word. The word is katarizo. From the word there, we get the word uh, catharsis, cleansing. Why was it important that he was cleansed? Why? Because he was cleansed from all the bacteria from his body, all the bacteremia, all the viremia, it's not a virus, it's a bacteria, it's mycobacterium lepri. It is an intracellular, gram-negative gram negative, uh, uh, organism. It lodges in the, inside the cytoplasm of your cell and that is cleansed. It removed. But then the third word is so important. After he had given thanks to God, the one Samaritan, Jesus said, rise, go. Your faith has made you well. Well? I thought he was healed. I thought he was cleansed. Why well? The word well is the word sozo. The same word the same root word where we get salvation. In other words, now this person is totally 
made whole. And the difference is this. All her, his emotions of rejection, you know, they go around ringing a bell, unclean, unclean, and everybody got to go. They were ostracized from society. So all the emotional rejection, all were healed. All the other ten, all the other nine still had that hang up. But this man was totally healed. And how come he was made whole? He was grateful. The one single thing he had was he was so thankful to God. So as I close, my friend, thank the Lord. It is time when we have so many things going well for us. And you will hear me share more of this this coming weekend when I share with you a wonderful message. When what the devil means for evil, God will turn it around for good. And at the end of that message, we have many more things to thank God for. So church, let's thank the Lord. Shall we do that? Thank the Lord. So as I close, let me pray for you. And even after I close, I, I would encourage you to go into the YouTube, listen to this song by Matt Redman and um, Reuben Morgan, together with the All Souls Orchestra, when they sang this wonderful song, Bless the Lord, O my soul at Royal Albert Hall. You will be blessed. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. You said so, Lord, in Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Father, when we are thankful to you, we can really praise you from our hearts. Psalm 107, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good and His mercy, His faithfulness endures forever. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. Thank, give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for the victory that He has won. Oh, Father, we bless you today. We thank you because there's so much things to thank you for. So, Lord, even as we thank you, and bless you. We push back the forces of darkness over ourselves, over our family, over our businesses, and over our nation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.